this is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Morning. <laughs> Every now and then, I just like to sing along to our theme song. It uh, yeah, it's a good one. Beep bop. Good morning. Excuse me, I'm having some technical difficulties. With my paper here. Good morning. Good commute. Good um, whatever. Welcome to Now Serving. I'm Jessica, and I'm Chris. And this is Now Serving, where we <laughs> serve the tea, the truth, and well, Chris. And that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> Chris is serving some looks at his well for those of you who have been with us for a while <laughs> i called out chris for not using a reusable water bottle because it's just unacceptable in this day and age uh and he has a reusable bottle here and i'd I like do. for you to give a quick user review it's a yeti water bottle my sister got it for me for christmas because she she knew that i wanted a reusable bottle um, but one that could go in the dishwasher. That was my big thing. It had to go in mm -hmm. the dishwasher. I'm happy. You're serving it some mean looks right now. I'm happy, but here's the thing. So I can still, it tastes different in this. You taste the metal. You've been talking to Kath Chat. No, but it tastes like metallic versus Maybe like, or maybe I'm used to tasting plastic in my water. Maybe that's it. I like plasticky tasting water now. I don't know what's happening, but it tastes different in here. Hmm. And it's clean, like it's brand new. It just went through the dishwasher. I don't know. Hmm. It's good though. Eventually, I'm saving the environment. So I guess maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but we'll see. I still want to get a glass because we were talking about this earlier. I still want to get maybe a glass bottle of some sort. Maybe. Then I won't taste the metal. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to knit you a sleeve cover thing for a mason jar. So you look like a real hipster with your plaid and your cool jeans, your backwards hat and your glasses. Just sip out of a mason jar and I'll make you, I'll knit you a sleeve to hold. It would be a look. <laughs> a fun look. <laughs> oh, no. Spelled L-E-W-K for those who are unfamiliar with this reference. That's how it's spelled. Can you... What is what is that from anyways? I actually don't know. I think it's it just, just like... Thing. is like... it's. Slang I think it now? came from like people like saying like it's a look, but then it's like saying look in a weird way. And it's like, well, if you were to say it like look, then it's like L-E-W-K. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's a look. Um, well, but speaking of looks <laughs> and different <laughs> and probably different things, you see a lot of different looks in, in, in Toronto where in you live now, um, because you obviously used to live here in London your, your whole life and we all miss mm -hmm. you here in London, but you come back and visit on a very regular basis, obviously mm -hmm. for this mm -hmm. and to see your family and their friends as well mm -hmm. um but what are the biggest differences i know it's six months now even it's your resident six months okay my residency in toronto <laughs> <laughs> not it's official Spears or you know the other divas of las vegas <laughs> same sort of the deal. diva of toronto that's right mm -hmm. you get the picture i do um and everyone is 
constantly asking me like, wow, what do you think about Toronto? What's the biggest difference? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, there's the obvious ones. Like it's a massive, huge city. Yeah. um, With crazy small places to live and crazy high rent. So that's the (laughs) obvious difference. However, I've noticed some other things that I appreciate about Toronto that I would like to share here. The tea is ready. (laughs) (laughs) Have an empty cup. I'd like to serve some tea and just sip some tea about Toronto. Dear Toronto, I love you. I really do. I love Toronto. A lot of people are like, really? Yeah, I do. Sorry. I would love. Yeah. (laughs) I have nothing against it. I would. I would gladly live there. Yeah. It's a great, like, fun place to live. Urban lifestyle is the lifestyle for me. Suburban lifestyle is not the lifestyle for me. Mm-hmm. It just, it really isn't. Yeah. It's not me. And everyone always says to me, like, well, you're just a Toronto girl. I'm like, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. Because there's so many different people <laughs> in Toronto. <laughs> Toronto people, too. So yeah. what are you saying? Um, but... Here are some things that I have grown to appreciate about Toronto that I think maybe London could benefit from, too. Okay. Number one, their garbage and recycling system. Yes. Okay. Okay. Serve it. I have never <laughs> composted in my life, but I do daily in Toronto. It's a much more sophisticated system that they have in place there, and I'm surprised because it's a bigger city, so you would think it would be a little bit more complex to initiate something like this maybe it's just that they have to do something like that to stay on top of it but i can't believe every time i come home i'm always like where do i put the compost oh yeah and then i'm like this is barbaric Mm -hmm. it's barbaric basically in this day and age when you have all of these resources at your fingertips where you could be doing something good for the planet like that and you're not I can't. I can't. The only thing it. you just throw it in your just backyard, throw it in the garbage, and then it goes into a landfill. Yeah. Whereas in Toronto, you have three bins. I know all about this now. There's three You're bins. An expert. You put compost in one, in the green one. You put recycling in the other, and you don't have to sort your recycling either. You just throw it all in there. Interesting. Bottles, cans, paper, plastic, whatever needs to be recycled. You throw it in there. It. You know, it does something to my OCD a bit when I see it all jumbled in there. I'm like, oh, God. So I just shut the lid right away. <laughs> and then you throw the garbage in the other one. And it's actually incredible how little garbage you produce once you separate those things. I believe it. It's true. So they pick up organics. And the, it, what's nice is they pick it up all in the same day mm-hmm. every week. So it's not like, is it Thursday this week or Wednesday or what is it? And then you miss it and then yeah. you're screwed. Because isn't it in London, you can only have like one bag or two bags per house or something? I think for, it's three. Ten days? It's okay, yeah, it's three like, bags, how are you but it to is. do that if you don't compost. Anyway. So it is a bit ridiculous. And yeah, and the days are a bit wacko. Um, exactly. But it's on an eight day cycle or something, isn't it? It's a, I don't know what day. Don't I have an app it. for it because there's an actual app. It's, that's uh, the only way I can. That's the uh, only way. It tells me it's garbage day. Uh, yeah. No. Listen. It drives me nuts. It, you put it. They pick up organics every week and then every other. So the one week they'll pick up the garbage with the organics and the next week they pick up the recycling with the organics. Oh, so every other week. Look at that. It's simple. It's easy. Every two weeks they pick up garbage and you would think it's overflowing maybe around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have There's more, more stuff, stuff, but generally no. Wow. Very interesting. So point for Toronto. Definitely Zero a point, point for Toronto. For London. I can't believe they don't do that. 
Number two, the TTC. Although it is still a shithole. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people hate it. But no, I compared to here, sorry. hate the TTC. But I feel like that makes me a real Toronto person now to say I think that. you have to hate the TTC if you live in Toronto. <laughs> However, I'm like, every five minutes, there's something coming along. Yeah. To get you anywhere in the city that you need to be. I mean, it will take you some time. But I can't believe how when I'm home at my parents and I need to be somewhere and there's no vehicle, the Ubers here are crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. So are the cabs. And if I wanted to take a bus, I have to wait half an hour and then it takes forever and it doesn't even get you to where you need to go. It's so inefficient. No wonder people are outraged. I'm outraged for them. If you're a lifelong Torontonian and you hate the TTC, Mm -hmm. come spend a weekend in London. in London and try and get around. Although you don't need to go as many if you're more of like a downtown kind of person. Yeah. You can get around downtown pretty well, but even still, it's still a challenge, I think. Yeah. Yikes. One point Toronto. Two points Toronto. Two okay, now, two points. Yeah. If we're keeping tally. Which and we are. Yeah, we are. City life is the life for me. <laughs> I really and I find Another point for Toronto, I'm outside a lot more because I have to walk more places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a vehicle, but even in London, I didn't walk that many places. Somebody always just like pick me up or whatever. But when nobody else has a vehicle around them either, yeah, it's just a thing. It's a way of life there, right? So I appreciate that. I get outside way more and my steps are increased. I can check my step counter. So Congratulations. Nice, Toronto. And my favorite one, well, there's two more points that I'd like to add. The first is this, the access to like experience and art and entertainment and sports and culture shows and culture. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just gonna> <laughs> <laughs> Flat out culture. Access to culture <laughs> is huge. What do you do in London? I just, I can't <clears throat> believe how there's such a lack and I don't, I don't think it's a lack of like people providing it. It's, I don't think anybody cares. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that I mean, a few of the small things that have tried to take off here just haven't because of nobody the people, wants to get in of the, the car people. and drive there yep. from the freaking suburbs. Exactly. There is a lot. I think London has come a long way. This is a very regional discussion. For those of you that are in different parts of Canada or in different parts of the world, right. I'll quickly say this. So London's a city of, I think we're at 400,000 people. 400,000. Uh, what's the population of Toronto? Four. Let me ask Siri. Hang on. <laughs> Siri, what's the population of Toronto? Well, make that 2,700,572 people now. Interesting. I thought it was a little higher. I think that's just Toronto, but when you include the GTA, it's a it's a lot more. Like party you in the GTA. Like Brampton and Mississauga and Okay, yeah, then it's probably like like I work four. with people that commute in from Barrie, which is an hour 100 kilometers away every day. Driving. I guess yeah. they'd have to yeah. do the yeah. There's a go that goes that way. Okay. High speed so, rail. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not high speed. So, it's just a train. Yeah. So <laughs> what's interesting with this, so for people that are outside the area, like London is a very 
not very. It's a smaller. It's a very suburban town. Yeah. It's sprawling. They're it's trying suburban. to do more downtown, and I think they're. they're not, when I say they, the, the city, city and the people that make these decisions. It, downtown is becoming a better place for sure. It's evolved like look over the last 15 20 years it's come a long way but you obviously can't compare it to toronto no no i am a bit jealous hearing all these things i'm very 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 jealous it's you know it's so great to walk around and just have access to everything it's so awesome Mm -hmm. so when you were there Mm -hmm. um obviously um a lot of your your friends, family are still here in London. You do have some friends and family in Toronto as well. Yes. Um, but so you probably had to do a lot of things alone there when you first moved to this city, I'm guessing. Did you feel or yes or no? Yeah. Oh, Did I yeah, assume that? I okay. still do. I'm still okay. a massive loner in Toronto. Oh. Why do you think I come home every week to do this? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, when I'm cool, I'm having this podcast. Check you later. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe if I ever have a date, but highly unlikely. <laughs> Bring them. Sorry, cast chat. <laughs> okay, so no. this... Okay, so... Actually, I wanted to talk about this because we were kind of talking about this before Mm -hmm. because I came across an article that was like, here's the best places for single females to travel. And it was like Barcelona and this place and this place and like Seattle because of the coffee shops that you can visit alone. And I was like, can't you just visit wherever you want alone? I mean, granted, it's a safe place. Yes. Can't you just do that? And then I had to think, oh, yeah, doing stuff alone is hard for a lot of people. I know a lot of my friends who would never go to dinner alone or go to a movie alone or just do like a lot of things alone. When I was here in London, I did a lot of things with my friends because I could in Mm -hmm. London or sorry, in Toronto. I do a lot of things with my cousin that I live with. But I mean, I don't want to bug her all the time. Yeah. Can't like koala myself to her at all times unhealthy. So I have to do a lot of things on my own. It's very difficult. And I'm an outgoing person. So what are what are some of the things you will do alone there and feel comfortable doing alone? I'll go to a movie alone. Cool. Okay. I'll eat alone. Okay. Like at lunch. When I, you say eat at like food court, eat alone or like go out for a sit down. Alone, I think is standard. A lot yeah. Of people do that. Okay. That's yeah. Um, sometimes. Well, when I first went, I was like, I don't want to eat food court shit every day. Fair no enough. No offense to the food court. No, but. I don't want to. I would like to have a nice soup and sandwich for lunch. So I would go to a restaurant and be like, table for one, and then sit there and eat alone. I think that's fine, though. It was fine. So, it's here, not fine for a lot of people, though. Here's my thing. I think it's also different doing that in a city like Toronto mm-hmm. versus London. Do Probably. You, I think a lot of... I'm so sorry. I'm about to hiccup. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think a lot of uh, lifestyle things are more permissible in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I think people, a lot of people move there so that they can do whatever they want. Because in a city that size, especially if you're new to the city, there's total anonymity. Yeah. I don't know anybody anywhere I go. And if I bump into somebody, it's like, whoa, crazy because the city's so big and I don't know anybody. So I can go and do whatever I want without judgment. And I think a lot of people do move to the city for that reason. But also, it's more, 
you know, with a higher population, more different lifestyles are there. And it's so multicultural. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't realize how not multicultural London is, is until I moved to Toronto. It's very, very multicultural, which I'm a huge, huge supporter of. London is quite the city. Quite. It's very <laughs> white. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, there's, yeah, which, London's, uh, sorry, Toronto's a lot more diverse, which important. is, like, it is very important. If I kids, I would want them to grow up and go to school with kids who didn't look like them. Absolutely. I don't it's think very important. Right. It's very, very, it very important. It is important to exposure because I have friends who grew up like that and still now, and they're not racist by any means, but they're still like, oh, I've just Weird. never... I've never, it, you know, met a black person or I've never, this is the first time I've ever met like a, like a Pakistani person or just different, even like Asian. What? It is a bit odd hearing things like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it happens. So. The city, the city just, it's culture, man. So speaking of, maybe not culture, but I know um, when we first started talking about this, um, you said you saw this article about traveling and were to travel alone um would you still travel alone though i know like you're kind of focusing on well i can do all these things at my home but would you consider traveling I alone would. is that and that's and here's the thing so i'm gonna be 31 this year mm-hmm. and i have vacation time finally i'm in a job that gives me adequate vacation and and i'm allowed to take time like actually away and so I'm like, great, what am I going to do this year? And it, I'm kind of past the age where I have I spend all of my vacation with my family because I want to do things you yeah, know, on my own. Yeah, of course. Like I still of course. You know, spend holidays and certain, like I'll s- still a lot vacation time with them. But I'm like, what do I do? In the past, I've done a lot of girls trips. Me and my best friend, Steph, we often do, well, we do a best friend's trip once a year. We go to all different places. Last year, we just went to... Um, a lodge in northern Ontario for a couple days. I love it. <laughs> um, where we got into some trouble, but it was fine. <laughs> Not like trouble with the lodge. Just, you know, good, like, good old-fashioned, like, girlfriend trouble. Sure, yeah. Just with the girls. <laughs> but now, I mean, my friends are also making moves and doing these things and really into their careers. What if we can't get the same time off? What do we do? I'm like, well, I'm not it's hard. Sit at home. It can be very hard. What do you do? I will travel alone. Absolutely. In fact, the first time I traveled alone, I was 16, completely alone. I think I was 16, but I've traveled alone before that as well. And I went to New York by myself and I visited my cousin. My okay. Two. I stayed with her, but she was like working and she was like, great, just be home before the lights come on, like the street lights. <laughs> and she, I think like looking back, I'm like, wow, she had a lot of trust in me, but I was like a good kid. Mm-hmm. And I like went to the Met all day. Very and, like, cool. Yeah. I was, well, you know how I am, like art and stuff. And yeah. just like went to all the museums by myself as a teenager checked out a show, ate alone. I think that's neat, though. Yeah, I would travel alone now. I don't know to which countries is is a good idea. Yeah, I go someplace safe. But I think what's interesting in this, I I did, um, because I knew, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about this thing. So I was reading um, a few things, and people have said it's very, um, it's obviously a very, like, personal 
experience. You learn a lot about yourself, whether you want to or not, when you travel alone. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it puts you outside of your comfort zone, even if it is something that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. There's people that say, like, you know, like, I thought, like, oh, I, yeah, I'd be totally fine. But there's apparently always kind of situations where it's like, oh, I am alone in this city right now. I am doing something different. Um, but I think that is pretty cool. Um, because, yeah, it kind of forces yourself to, to do things. And I think if you go someplace safe um, or, you know, at least someplace where you kind of know what to I- expect, then that could be really cool. I mean, I something think I want to think about. Now. <laughs> I think, you know what? You're right. Although I haven't done that much traveling alone. I think it sounds like it's a good growth opportunity and mm-hmm. maybe everybody should do that. I really believe in spending time alone. I love being alone. Probably why I'm such a loner in mm. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I still love my friends. You know how much I love my friends. Yes. Um, I mean, you're on that list. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a good, it's character building. Totally. It teaches you a lot. I would like to do that. There's a lot of things I'd like to do, but I feel like it's it's tough. It's tough because everything's like couples. And how, uh, where where do you go? What do you do? I would, I don't know. See, I would, as someone who is in a relationship, like obviously there's, makes more sense to do a lot of things together, but I think that... One being the, the cost. One being the cost. Yeah. But two, also like, I, I think I would have a hard time going to the movies by myself i don't know why when i think about that i think i would have a hard time doing that but that's kind of your thing though don't don't you guys do that together quite often sometimes we used to do it a lot more not really as much anymore but, but you it, also do it with like your friends and stuff we'll go too. with friends and you, stuff I, maybe that's because it's historic for you like yeah you do for me i love it i'm like great it's so fun because i don't talk to the people anyway so I'm no like, Meh, whatever I think um, but I something that's share my popcorn. true, <laughs> but it is nice though. So one experience that I do remember, um, and it sounds a bit bizarre, but um, I was meeting some coworkers for uh, some drinks after work and I got there um, first and I was there quite early. I didn't realize how early I was there, but I was there about an hour before. So I kind of was like, I'm not going to sit alone at the bar. Like, that's weird. But I actually did. I had, um, I was going to say, I think I had two drinks by myself there. But I was just kind of just like sitting there chilling. Like, it wasn't busy. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like, I was just kind of sitting there. Like, sure, I checked my phone now and then. But I was yeah. just like watching the the TVs. It was like a typical sports bar kind of thing. But mm-hmm. that's definitely out of my element. So I'm sitting there <laughs> and it's like, oh, I better like macho here. I'm right. watching sports. Right. Um, but no, I actually enjoyed it. Just kind of like taking in the surroundings. You're not talking to anyone. You're just absorbing what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. And I still think about that. And I'm like, I want to go do that again. But Maybe, it I will. Nice. Maybe I should. It's kind of nice to be in charge of your own life. Mm-hmm. Because I think once you're alone, you realize how much you rely and depend on other people's schedules and approval. And that's what's so liberating about moving to a brand new city where you don't really know anybody. Like, as much as it sucks to, to be a loner and you miss your friends and family at the same time, I'm like, I can go do whatever I want. I don't have to be anywhere at a certain time. I mean, outside of working hours. And it's great. It's so great. One afternoon, I just spent like, you know, exploring a neighborhood and I went to all the cool. little shops Very and cool. stuff and I got a coffee and I was like, oh, I don't have anywhere to be. So I'll just sit here and 
drink but like, coffee you're growing through doing all this too like it's Total so growth. like yeah it was, it was uncomfortable before and i'm not sure because i i tell this to everybody because i mean i saw it on facebook <laughs> so it must be true yeah um must be. about how lobsters when they grow it's very uncomfortable for them because they have to bust through their shell or something okay Maybe it's a crab i'm pretty sure it's a lobster okay um so when they're growing it's very uncomfortable for them but then once they get to like that next stage it's comfortable and they grow a new shell but when they're growing it's very uncomfortable and so for a while i was like i'm uncomfortable but i'm okay with it because it's a growth opportunity and period you know so very nice Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so that's just my little six-month check-in. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm very, as I said before, I'm so proud of you for Aww. you know doing this. I think all your friends are here. Yeah. We miss oh, you a lot. Me. Wait. We miss. Uh oh. Alert. 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 <laughs> Nicole is moving to Toronto. Excuse me. <laughs> He's just pranking okay. everybody. Sorry, I'm overreacting. <laughs> With the buttons, you over you overreacted. Nicole is moving to Toronto in days, like in ten days. In days. In ten days. Nicole A new opportunity. Be, Nicole will be in Toronto. We'll be thick as thieves there. It's going to be exciting. So I'll she kind will. Of have, you know. That is. She will thrive in that city oh yeah she that what a match she owns the place <laughs> she's she's purchased it yeah she has she really She'll has be taking like, possession soon <laughs> oh my yeah, god i know so that's great but it's wonderful and thank you i'm i'm very happy there it's thank you for your support of course everybody when you move away just support them they're following their dreams absolutely and you're having people following you there look at a leader. Maybe I'll have a third follow me one day. <clears throat> we'll see. <laughs> mm. We'll see. Anyways, you never know. <laughs> I think that's about enough tea that we've served today. <laughs> yes. So enough. Next week, I think we're going to be talking about something very major that's happening in my life. Very um, major. It's quite dramatic. The if you're in. End no. of the shopper's optimum points. This is huge. If you're in Canada, (laughs) and this is so, if this is, yeah, Jess has some some news. This is big. I can't even talk about it because I live for my points. Yeah, we're gonna talk about points. It's gonna be great. And how to get the most out of them? Not just optimum. Be a bargain shopper. Be a points. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyways, hope you all have a fantastic week, and we'll. Talk to you when? In a week? In a week. Yay! Have a great week, everyone. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.